Welcome to the Super Speedway. Um, you know, the first thing I can tell you is we did a terrible job prepping the track and full of mud. There was nobody here to pack the track, so we all looked like a bunch of bozos coming in to, to pit because we don't know how to prep the track. Um, and then we get don't get the lucky dog for whatever reason with two cars on pit road, and then we got run over by I don't know who ran us over. Idea. After uh, after you got your lap back, did you feel like it was I had a kind of adequate? I had a great car. The racetrack was fine. They just did a terrible job to start with. They've done this before, but obviously it doesn't look like it. Will you go speak with them or say something like, hey? You can't talk to them. You Good. might be able to. Might be, but if I had to, if I had my choice, we wouldn't be doing this anyway. Welcome to episode 232 of the Super Speedway Podcast, recorded Monday, April 18th, 2022. I'm your host, Eric Young. And I am joined, as always, by my co-host, James Cush, with a little help from a salty Kevin Harvick. How's it going, uh, James? His, la- his last sentence is everything I, I uh, wanted out of it. <laughs> yeah, I figured that you might share some sentiments there. <laughs> oh, man. How was your Easter? Uh, good, good. Got to good. got to see some family, got to have some fun, and got to sit through some rain delays on, on Easter night. Oh, nothing better than a rain delay on Easter night. Right. Two of them. Oh, my. A few. Yeah. Just just track prep delays, James. That's what those were. Yes. Yep. That's it. Hey, Easter Sunday, man, that God said the track needed more moisture, and he took care of it. So. The, he, yeah, he definitely. Uh, I mean, that's taking the positive spin on it. Right. Because I, I felt like he was angry. Yeah. I think uh, yep. I think he made us a better track than what we would have had otherwise. Probably right. I mean, I, th- I think right. it, it threw everybody for, for a loop because everybody was expecting it to get dry, and it never did. Yep. That's right. And uh, and and we had a we had a thing. There was a race. Yeah. It was it was good. <laughs> Eric, we do this podcast because we love the sport, right? Right. I'm having a hard time. <laughs> hey, so <laughs> Sat- Saturday night, um, at some point, I was watching the truck race. And I was just enjoying it for a couple of minutes. And I'm like, and this is going to be completely opposite of you. I'm like, man, this is why we do this. This is awesome. The truck race was yeah. great. And James, I know you disagree, but my only problem with the Bristol dirt race is the fact that we do it at Bristol. I yeah. think the race was good. I think the track was much better this year. It helps when you don't get, you know, two weeks of rain within a 48 hour period. Mm -hmm. Um, They did get rain, but not enough to wash it out. Um, Not enough to flood all the campgrounds this year. Mm -hmm. But uh, I don't know, man. I thought the racing was really good. I thought we saw, we saw a wide groove. We saw, um, I don't know. We saw, we saw a wreck at the end. We saw, I don't know. I I think we saw everything we want to see out of a race. And I'll tell you what. Progressive banking seemed to, uh, Progressive banking seemed to work for the most part. Tell me, the, tell me the last April Bristol race on concrete that was better than that race. Uh, I, any race on concrete at Bristol is better than that. Nope. Nope. Disagree. 100%. <laughs> Sorry, man. 100% disagree. But I don't, think we need go- to wa- I don't think we need to waste our time putting dirt on it when we got a dirt track over in the Midwest where we just took a bunch of races away. That yep. you could easily take the money that you're, I mean, I, obviously it's two different companies, but you could easily take the money that we're spending on dumping a ton of dirt or tons of dirt, I guess, on a racetrack yep. and double grandstand capacity and uh, and run a race there. So, Well, I'll tell you, as many people uh, that showed up to this race on Sunday, I mean, that's just a full house at Eldora. So I'm, I'm with you. I know that, you know, when you're, when your track seats 160,000 and a half mile racetrack, uh, when 160,000 people don't show up, it looks empty, but that was not better than a typical April. Well, I don't know, because haven't we, haven't we run April without opening the backstretch before? Yes, we have. For the Cup oh, Series? Yeah, was, yeah so, a few years ago. So yep. maybe it yep. wasn't bad. Maybe it was average for an April. I mean, shoot, James, when you schedule a race on Easter Sunday, you're not expecting a walk-up crowd anyway. You're expecting right. a TV crowd. That's right. That's That was a made-for-TV event. They weren't... Uh... 
they were not in the business of selling seats uh, for this one. They just wanted to get the show on TV. Yeah. Um, which, you know, I don't know. I haven't seen the number. Obviously, we're recording a day early. Right. Um, thank you, Eric. No problem. <laughs> for, for working through my schedule. But um, I think later this week, we're going to see the – I'm just curious to see what the ratings are. Just I think the rain delay is definitely going to mess with it um, a little bit. But yeah. Um, yeah, you know, Eric, it's hard for me to disagree with you that the race was pretty solid when we did have some good racing. Um, the uh, I mean, there was cautions and silly things that happened, but, you know, that's – that's what happens when you put the cup series on dirt, you know, you're going right. to have some silly things from time to time, but the racing was solid. Well, I don't know if you, I don't like, even notice, but we, we ran them on pavement last year, several places and did some pretty silly things. So. no, oh, of course. <laughs> yes. I mean, we did, we had some silly things happening at Coda. Not that, not that long ago. Too. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, the finish was as frustrated as I was all night with a lot of things. The finish was spectacular. Yeah. Um, and you know, I, I just think it was, uh, it was just great. I mean, you had two dirt guys, uh, Chase Briscoe with nothing, no, no care in the world, and and KFB uh, backs into another one, as they say. KFB. I was a little disappointed that uh, Kyle came, got out and was was didn't make any comments about the track because you know, we he hates Kyle, it so much. Right? Kyle hates it. He we have like I'm sitting there watching him in third place, and I'm like man, I want to see Kyle win this thing just because he hates this package so much or hates this track so yes. much. And, uh, you know, I figured we'd get another COT moment and Kyle climbing out of a car at Bristol and saying this sucks. And all he did was acknowledge the booze, which I thought was pretty good too. Anyway. Well, I think these, these wins are getting harder for Kyle to, uh, to secure here. So I think yeah. he's just relieved. Um, I know how much the winning streak means to him as well. So he's, he's got a lot of things in the bag um he's doing just fine so uh, yeah i i thought for sure i was with you i thought for sure he was going to say something that he might regret but he did he didn't go there so i think we were i think we we're okay now next year kevin harvick wins um did you oh, see geez. the yeah. did you see the video of him and brexton talking uh where brexton was whining because he hasn't won in forever and it's been like a week <laughs> it's like yeah that's, uh, that's a little bush in the making right there yeah, he's gonna be just like his old man. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. But no, I mean, I I thought overall it was a good race, and you know, one of the things I like the most about it is the fact that it's a shorter race. Unfortunately, the rain delay really screwed that up. Um, mm -hmm. it made it last a lot longer. But um, you know, 250 laps at Bristol, pretty fun. And yeah, I mean, they again they could get around this track this year. There was the track was night and day better than what we dealt with last year. We it really have, did improve it. Yes. We didn't absolutely. have to run agree, single 100%. file restarts. I mean, multiple grooves. Yeah. You know, one of the things that impressed me um, a lot too, was a lot of guys felt comfortable up high. And then you had somebody like Chase Briscoe, who was just working the bottom and continuing to build momentum down there. And, and that, that was pretty fun to watch. Yeah. Um, I think you, I think you get that with the real Bristol too. Uh, right. But it was, Good to see it on dirt that it that it could translate a little bit as well. Um, one complaint I have, James, is and I'll complain about this until they finally change the rule. Um, we need the choose rule everywhere because yeah. I was frustrated in the truck race because I of course wanted Ben Rhodes to win, and Ben Rhodes <laughs> every freaking restart was in fifth and stuck on the inside. Finally, he started restarted fourth, and that's when he made the pass for the win. You couldn't yep. do anything. If you were on the inside, you were junk. Right. And unlike like Martinsville, where you used to be able to play with the pit stops, there's no live pit stops. You can't do that. You're just stuck with what you got. And yep. I mean, I guess that that's, that's what it is. Everybody deals with the same thing, but I don't know. I don't, yep. I don't understand why we can't do the choose roll at Bristol. I get that there's no, you can't put a mark on the track, but do the choose with two laps to go and put an actual physical cone on the track. I don't care. Something. Yeah. Yeah. I think so too. Um, and I think we yeah, should do it at super speedways and road courses too. I think that the choose rule should be in effect every race. Yeah. Because if you've got, especially at a super speedway, if you think about it that way too, you've got uh, teammates, you can try to break them up a little bit. Yeah. I think that's a, I think that's a pretty solid idea. Well, we did it at Atlanta Absolutely. and didn't hurt anything. So. Yep. Exactly. Yep. But I don't know. I not, I don't think enough people are going to scream about it. So I don't think it's going to, yep. going to change. <laughs> no, not at the dirt track. I don't think they, I, you know, I, I, the setup for the dirt track they've got a good program in place with the trucks and then you've got the heat races which i think um that that just is very well done sets the field 
and then you've got a nice short show um which you know we could talk about that a little bit maybe later where yeah we've if you split the weekend up a little bit and you have a short uh, you know a short feature on sunday that seems to be better especially if we don't have a lot of rain <laughs> but right you know we had to do we had to deal with that a little bit this weekend but um but yeah it was uh definitely the length of the race again you you, you eliminate those brain delays i think we're right where we want to be yeah. um most most of the time for sure i mean that's where i'm that's where i'd like to be anyway well i'll tell you what during the day um on easter sunday james i was at with family and uh, we watched the usfl game Oh, um, and there were more people on the sidelines there than in the stands. So I think we did good at Bristol. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, the USFL, which has teams from however many States and they're playing all their games in one location. Yeah. Everybody was so confused there that the Michigan team is not in Michigan. Um, yeah. but, uh, yeah. So James, how were the heat races? I'll, I'll admit I didn't watch them. I was really busy Saturday. I tried to get everything in and I wanted to watch, the truck race and supercross and I had to be up early for Easter. So I didn't even watch the heats. I watched the first half of the first truck one and that's it. Yeah. I caught a couple on my phone. Um, but I, I, yeah, I mean the holiday weekend and this is a pro this is a problem I'm having too, is this, uh, this event being on Easter weekend is really, really difficult for people. Um, I, I don't know, maybe it's just me, but it's, it's just tough when you've got a family and you're traveling a little bit and, you know, you can't really catch everything, but I did catch a few of the heat races and I thought they raced just fine. I love the format, you know, uh, Cole Custer gets the pole. He doesn't even win the heat race, but he got uh, passing points, which I, I thought was a great way to do it. Yeah. Um, but I thought the cars ran pretty good from what I could see. I only saw, I think two of them um, just kind of in passing as well. Just uh, checking on the highlights on my phone, things like that, making sure that I was somewhat paying attention to the entire weekend. Right. Um, yeah, I, I didn't. Ca I didn't. I didn't catch everything. I, I'll be honest. I didn't go back to them because I figured nobody's going to stack them up in these things. Nobody's going to do anything too stupid, <laughs> yeah, right, right? So if I'm gonna if I'm gonna cut something out, that's what I wanted to cut out, right? So, right. but I mean, it was good to have that option. Uh, I like the fact that they're done a different day um, for yeah. the, for the Cup Series. So that's kind of cool. gives the gives yeah. the people that show up for the truck race on uh, on Saturday night a chance to see the Cup cars race too, which is pretty cool. Exactly. Um, exactly. I don't know, man. I, I, I think we've got a, a winning thing. I just don't like where we do it. Um, yeah. Unfortunately, I think this weekend probably solidified that we're going to continue to do it here. Well, NASCAR is going to take him. We, I think we're burying the lead a little bit. We should probably talk about that finish yeah. <laughs> a little bit more, but um, to maybe put a, to, to put a ball in the conversation of is, you know, is Bristol dirt good. Um, NASCAR is going to use that highlight for the remainder of time to yep. make sure that their, their agenda is being pushed. Like, look how great this is. Yep. Um, whether you, whether you like it or not, I, you know, I'm admittedly not a fan of this. Um, I quit on the broadcast, I think three different times <laughs> and uh, had to keep checking back in. Um, part of that was Easter frustration as well. Like I just wanted to go to bed. Right. <laughs> so <laughs> I was just tired. Um, but you know, I did, I did watch as is my duty. Um, and, uh, was pleasantly surprised with the finish. I thought it was a great finish. And, uh, you know, again, I, we can, we can, we can do this elsewhere. I just wish we didn't do it at Bristol, but you know, NASCAR, I, listen, I got to admit defeat NASCAR, NASCAR does win because they got a good show yeah. eventually out of this thing. So I think this uh, car race better too, James. I think the fact yeah. that oh, yeah. this is a place where the wider tires really helped. Um, I think they had you got more guys shifting. Yeah. You had more stability. You had more options with this car. Um, yep. I, I think, I think it worked well, except maybe the, maybe the cooling issues. But I think if, uh, if the drivers that had the, had issues with cooling would have watched the truck race the night before, I think they would have figured out how to redo the front grill and make that yeah. fixed. Cause I mean, if you didn't have air behind the screen, you, you weren't, you're were going to overheat. I mean, it's not, yep. didn't take a whole lot of common sense to figure out. That that's what they did yeah. in the truck race and those are the guys that didn't have trouble so or lead yeah, the whole poor, thing that helps right, right yeah <laughs> uh you know poor poor danny hamlin just uh i know he's got the win but man yeah um eric he's he is uh averaging 23rd uh this season <laughs> that is by far his worst of his entire career yeah it's pretty rough uh he's got his fourth dnf i think of the season he's got a lot of work to do um but luckily they've got that win in the bank so I think they'll take, I think they'll take it right now and uh, continue to figure it out. So the tail end of the race, Chase Briscoe tracking down 
Um, Tyler Reddick on his way to potentially his first Cup Series win. Uh, and coming into turn three, he finally catches him and goes for the move. <laughs> yeah. And there... I don't know if that was a move. If Reddick wasn't there, it wouldn't have been any better <laughs> for Chase Briscoe. No, Ch- Chase... Um... Chase has a win. Yeah. Uh, so I think I think he just kind of said the hell with it and and went for it and it didn't stick. Did anybody? So. I mean, there was no point where you thought that there that he's not going to go for it, right? I mean, I kind of figured no matter oh, how far, no. yeah, no matter how yeah. far back he is, he's dive bombing into turn three. You just knew it. Yeah, oh yeah, he's he's going to go for it. Um, man, I am. I know Chase Briscoe like screwed up the finish of this race, made it exciting as hell. Right. Uh, I know he made a mistake, but that kid continues to win me over with the things that he does yeah. on the, on the racetrack. I, I actually tweeted earlier in the night um, that Chase Briscoe looks like the best driver in the series. He, like he has flashes of like the best driver out there from time to time. Like you see it in glimpses. Uh, Cause I was watching him early in the, in that race. And I'm just like, man, that guy, he's not afraid to be different and try something new and then find success. Like he's working the bottom, he's shifting, he's, um, he's just doing all these different things. And, and, and the way you're shifting on a dirt track, especially with no grip, uh, I was just super impressed. And then, you know, freezing cold takes has got, has got one for me. And cause he definitely, <laughs> he definitely uh, came flying in and, and wiped out Reddick. And um, man, I, I hated it for Tyler. Cause that dude's, do big time. He still almost won it. I know he was only <laughs> what a couple seconds off the pay or uh, not even a second or we're still off the, off the winning time. So yeah, margin of victory wasn't very much. Uh, Kyle Busch just had enough to, uh, to get there right before, right before he did. So um, uh, 33 hundredths of a second was the margin yeah, of victory. So there you go. Yeah. I mean, it took forever um, for Kyle to get there. I didn't realize Kyle was that far back. Those two point. guys were, yeah, those two guys were in their own zone and, and Chase and Chase was tracking him down. Like it looked like he was going to lose, looked, looked like Reddick was going to pull away and that was the end of it. Um, but then Chase started tracking him down with like five laps to go and, yep. and getting into the corner, getting into the corner. He'd push uh, wide and one and better. two a little bit and then he'd yep. gain it back. And yeah. Yep. It, yep. he, and then that last you, you last knew he was lap, close really. enough to make a dive he was gonna dive no matter what yeah he might have not even yep. come close to him but he would have he was gonna dive well and and, and tyler reddick said it too at, in the post race he said you know i didn't do enough i didn't do my job well enough to get away from him yeah which you know i think that was code for i was trying to you know i guess maintain the lead and, and keep it off the wall not make any mistakes right Right. Uh, that's that's kind of how I read that. I don't know why Tyler just... didn't. I mean, it's easy to go back and look at it and go, well, you should have done this. I don't know why I didn't take three low. Because you take that inside yeah. away from Briscoe. Of course, he's probably just going to shoot to the outside and pass you. But at least yeah. he's not going to dive bomb you. Well, and I, I think, too, you know, I think in hindsight, I think what he does there as well is he just takes the high line and lets Briscoe dive bomb and then crosses him over. Yeah. I think that's that's another option there. But again, you, you know, when those guys are driving, when you're driving, the checkered flag's waving in the air. If, you know, it's it's easy to be like, yeah, hey, you could try this, you could try right, that. Right, exactly. Uh, those guys are just trying to race, man. They just want to win. I don't know. My move, um, my move is stay low, let them have the high line, and then just run them wide off of four, put them in the wall. Yeah, that's that's the yeah. move to me. Um, yeah, but I don't know. My, if- my my move is back off early in the corner and then gun it low would be my stay high gun it yeah. low. My move my, is would be my move. put down the bag of potato chips, grab another swig of Mountain Dew. Cause I'm sitting on the couch at home. Cause I don't have, I was going to say, these yeah, guys have. I mean, yeah, we, we, we're talking the moves we would make. And, right. And we're sitting, we're sitting here. Never even driven a race car. Race after, the, after the thing. <laughs> oh man. I did. Uh, I, you know, I, I was racing on a dirt, uh, a dirt track on Forza, uh, one time. And that, that was my move. I needed to catch, uh, my buddy who was in front of me and I just backed off the corner and he dove it in too deep and I just gunned it on the inside. So nice. that's, I guess that's my move. That's how I'm going <laughs> to, if, if Forza says that it works, then it works. So I'm going to stick with that. Well, now everybody knows James. So it's not a secret that's move. The move. That's right. That's not a secret on the dirt tracks. Um, um Man, Eric, this, uh, this Kyle Busch, um, just backing into a win. I was really yeah. hoping he'd see my tweet, honestly. <laughs> uh, but he leads one lap 
Tyler Reddick one lap shy of a hundred, uh, but Kyle Busch led the most important lap. Yep. Got it done. Yep. 18, 18 seasons in a row with a win. Uh, ties Richard Petty on that front. Yep. Um, and, and I mean, Kyle said, basically, I mean, he's got two championships, obviously he wants to win a championship, but the streak's pretty important to him and, uh, yeah. he's got her done nice and early in the season too. Lots of time now to just click off wins, maybe make a run for that title again this year. I mean, he, yep. he, he hasn't been title material, um, no. but they, some work, they might be able to get there. Uh, all they, all it takes now is being good once the playoffs start. So. And he gets to add to his list, which, you know, it used to be more impressive when we our, our schedule was consistent. Uh, but Kyle Busch has the win on every type of – or every every track list. Uh, he can cross off Bristol Dirt. He's got that one. Yep. Um, I know he's got a few – there's a few new tracks that he, he's going to have to try to get. But that's another one that I know he's proud of as well, that he he's won on so many varieties of racetracks. Uh, so, you know, Eric, and, and I was going to say, too, we've got this dirt race, right? Um Joey Logano and Kyle Busch are our two dirt track winners in the cup series. <laughs> and, uh, that's it. <laughs> I, uh, any, any explanation for that? I, don't, I know, think it's, two, I think it's dirt the guys we're going to win. It's the same thing as the car James this year. And why we've got young drivers winning races this year is that I think the dirt guys know too much and Maybe. it doesn't apply to this car as much. I mean, you heard, I don't remember who it was that specifically was talking about it. Um, it might've been Kurt talking. I don't know. Somebody was talking about, maybe it was Larson. I don't know. One of them mentioned earlier in the week that the, when you go sideways into the turn, it's all for show, you know, sliding, mm-hmm. sliding the rear end out is all for show with these cars because you want them straight. You want them driving like an asphalt car. And mm-hmm. I think that's it. I think the dirt guys are too used to slinging it through the turns. And that's just not the style that, that works with these. I mean, we saw it at Eldora too. Um, mm-hmm. very rarely were those guys that were swinging way sideways, the guys that were winning yep. races or moving to the front. It was the yeah, guys I mean, that had, looked like they were on asphalt. Yeah. I mean, we had Bubba Wallace when, what was it? The second one, right, Eric? Yeah. Bubba Wallace won. Um, yeah, he was a not, not a dirt guy. We had Austin Dillon won the first one, uh, and definitely a dirt background, but yeah, that was when Bubba won. I was surprised. I was shocked because that car was, was, uh, that truck I should say was, was so good that day. Right. Um, that 54 truck was, was pretty dialed in for a couple of years there, but, um, yeah, I, yeah, I, I think you're right. I mean, we had two dirt guys that were going to win this race, um, one way or the other. And then Kyle kind of, kind of got it, but I, I was watching practice actually on Saturday, Eric. And, um, man, just the, it was a really great visual of, a dirt guy and a non-dirt guy and was watching, they spent a lot of time on Kyle Larson and to see the talent gap between him and some of the other guys that were out there was just incredible. Uh, but I, I think you're right. Kyle, Kyle liked it a certain way mm-hmm. and was really running that cushion and honestly put his car in danger in practice because it was yeah. really impressive. It was really impressive for the most part, but just like when we were at Eldora, um, he kept pushing the limits and he even did it in practice and hurt the car a little bit. Um, I don't know if that, I don't think it affected him on Sunday, but that definitely ended his practice session early, uh, just because of the way, the, the way he drives. Um, and he, he did really good here in the, in the cup race on Sunday, but I, I just, I just think that maybe you're, uh, maybe you have some merit to that. You know, these dirt guys are looking for something that may not exist where right. you have to. You know, you have to go back to knowing that these these cars were made not for dirt, but, you know, they're raceable, I guess. Well, and I can guarantee you that every single one of those dirt guys knew what that track was going to do and had their car set up to prepare for that. And when it rained twice and they mm-hmm. had a fresh track twice during the race, it never got where they were expecting it to get. And the asphalt yep. guys didn't know any better. So they, I mean, not to say again, Chase Briscoe almost won this thing. He's a dirt guy. You know, Larson yep. ran well. We had dirt guys up front. Uh, Austin Dillon was in this thing until he blew up. Ty Dillon. Ty Dillon. Yeah, Ty Dillon was really race. good. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, the dirt guys were here in this one, but I don't think the track ever got to where they were expecting it to get, and I think that also yeah. helps too. Um, and I yep. mean, James, the other thing to consider is this is the this is the NASCAR Cup Series. These guys are damn good. And, oh, yeah. And it don't matter. It doesn't matter what you put them on. They're going to race shopping carts. Yeah. I mean, look at, we raced them in a freaking stadium this year and they made it look like they've been doing it forever. So 
mm-hmm. um, they're just good. And that's that's yep, what it comes to. the best in the to. world. That's right. So I yep. mean, NASCAR it, drivers, F1 drivers, like they, they are the best in the world at, at what they do. They're at the top for a reason. And when you're Kyle Larson and you get beat by a guy that doesn't have the dirt experience on a dirt track in the Cup Series, you can't hold your head because these guys are good. <laughs> They're all good. I mean, I I was like Ty Dillon was up in second place, third yeah. place, top top five for a long period of time in this race, and I was, you know, we give Ty Dillon a lot of crap um for some of the stuff that he's done you know at the coliseum was a great example right um but he his background really leveled the playing field a little bit for him and, and it was really cool to see him um up there and and competitive and i think he's kind of the forgotten man he, i think he tweeted as much when uh nascar had their post about the dirt ringers and left him off there <laughs> uh he had something he had something to prove i mean he's got the same background as his brother and and those guys uh you know, those guys are no joke, man. Yeah. Um, hey, so, you know, Austin Dillon was testing NASCAR on dirt before we even knew there was going to be a NASCAR dirt race. That's right. He yeah. was the, he was the tester for the truck at Eldora. So. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Him and the Tony, original. right? I think, wasn't it? Yeah. Racing so. an RCR truck at, uh, at Eldora was the original test. Yep. Yeah. 10 years ago. Can you believe that? That's crazy. Yeah. The first uh, Eldora dirt race was 2013 and they were testing that bad boy, uh, in 2012, I think, or I think late, so. 2012 late was when they made the announcement because we we decided we were going <laughs> almost a year before is, that I don't race. Know where, yeah, I don't know where time has gone, but I 10 know. years is a long time, man. Um, yeah, we, we did it before it was cool, James. We were there before right. it was cool. Uh, yep. Worth mentioning, too, um, 60th victory for Kyle Busch. Um, yes. Remains ninth on the all-time win list. Uh, Got to get to 76 to move up and pass Dale Earnhardt, but... Uh, Inches a little bit further ahead of Kevin Harvick, so <laughs> who's got fifty? Did you like? Did you like his? Uh, I feel like Dale Hart Senior comment yes. at the end of the race. Yes, yeah, I loved it. He just knows what buttons to push. I feel I like Dale Hart he... Senior, and I didn't even do anything. <laughs> <laughs> he knows. Yeah, the thing is, is again, I mean, it, you, you can only get booed so much before it gets to you. I, I just, yeah. I want Kyle to embrace it so bad and he does a good job of it, but you know, it bothers him. He still shows that it bothers him. Yeah. And I wish, yeah. I wish he didn't do that, but I mean, Hey, he's human too. So. Yeah. I, I was watching a little bit of the NBA playoffs and um, Kyrie Irving was giving the, the Boston crowd, the cry baby face because <laughs> they were giving him a hard time. Cause he used to be a, a Celtic. Anyway, this is an NBA podcast. Um, but when he was doing that, it just was like, it just I was like, man, that's Kyle Bush in a basketball uniform. Right. He's out there just kind of playing to the crowd as the heel. And it was it was I, I just think it's fun when you've got a heel. And and uh, honestly, Eric, I know we were sick of him there for a little while. Well, you weren't. You, lo- you love Kyle. But uh, <laughs> but uh, when he was winning all those races, that was a kind of, it was kind of fun because he was really, really embracing the heel back then. But these wins are getting harder for him to, to get. So I, I think he's. He's just a little more relieved. Yeah. <laughs> but if he, if he starts rattling him off, look out. The nice thing with all the booze is that we we're nowhere near um, him being becoming a fan favorite yet. So that's we, right. No. We still got we still got plenty of time. Yeah. Hey, man, you got right. You got to have the drivers that you hate just as much as you have the drivers that you love. If you didn't hate any drivers, it wouldn't be any fun. So you know, if if he does get to Earnhardt, I think the crowd will turn. In not right Warren's away, they favor, won't. Out, out of respect, <laughs> I don't know, man. If he like Jeff Gordon got to Earnhardt and I felt like that was a turning point. Like, okay, okay, man, you, your greatness. Yes. We, we, you welcome to the club. Dude, like, if you the are... stuff he does with Brexton hasn't turned the crowd yet. I mean, he's nah. the, the dad stuff should win people over, man. Nah. And it's not, it it's hasn't. all made for TV. It's all made for TV <laughs> stuff. Ah, <laughs> oh, geez. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, we both got to see one go over, James. Noah Gregson got pretty uh, pretty far up on two wheels in this one. Nice yeah, that was a there. big hit. <laughs> yeah, that was a big hit. A couple of big hits. Um, yeah. Kurt Busch Kurt Bush had a big hit. Yeah, Kurt Busch driver's yeah. side into a non-safer barrier wall. Yep. That, yeah, a couple of big hits for yeah. sure. Um, you mentioned Denny Hamlin finishes 35th. Kevin Harvick, 34th. Ross Chastain, 33rd. Kurt Busch, 32nd. Austin Dillon, 31st, man. Mm-hmm. Rough day for all those guys. Especially, I mean, Dillon was good. Um, Kurt was all right. Ross Chastain was right up front when he, when he broke. Um, so yeah. Yep. 
Uh, Tyler Reddick still recovers for second. Joey Logano, last year's winner, gets third place. Uh, you mentioned Kyle Larson, fourth place. At least he didn't wreck out of this one. Um, Christopher Bell, seventh place. Uh, both those guys were strong in this. Um, it, it's interesting because we, ha- we saw guys up front, um, but, you know, we only had a few leaders. The, the Briscoe uh, with 59. Uh, Daniel Suarez led 64. Uh, that was, yeah, my, my that was pick, James's yep. pick. Um, that was a good pick. He ends up 12th. Um, yep. Kyle well, Larson. The, uh, Go ahead. I, well, I was going to say, Eric, the rain delay yeah. um, at the end of the stage, we should definitely should talk about that for just a minute because yeah. that was, you know, obviously there was the scoring confusion, but, uh, you know, we had guys gambling trying to win the race versus, you know, the way the system was, then they had to fall to the back because of pitting and, and all those things. So, right. you know, Chase Briscoe, for example, won that stage, probably was going to win the race if the rain had come a little bit harder. Um, and then, it, you know, it was all massive confusions, which at the end didn't really play out, but uh, definitely played a role in, in how the field was stacked afterwards and setting it up. So, yeah, um, I don't really know who to blame for the confusion um, with the end of or with the caution at the end of stage two, <laughs> um, because TV didn't know what the hell was going on. No, they never do. Uh, James, you shared a video earlier of a, of a fan who decided to climb into the flag stand during the rain delay. Yeah. Um, yeah. and all I could focus on during that video was PRN making a failed attempt at explaining what was going on. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So they didn't yeah. know what the hell was going on. The drivers didn't know what the hell was going on. The teams didn't know what the hell was going on. Um, and the, the people in the know are like, what are you guys stupid? How do you not understand this? And yeah. then you had Dave Moody who was talking like he's like he always does nascar is always right and how are you guys so dumb um i don't know and nascar nascar wants the race to get back going like they yeah nascar didn't think this thing was going to end that that should have been our first clue that this race was not ending at that point because nascar wasn't going to let it be that way yeah um the problem is is they i think the blame goes to mostly nascar and then and then i think fox has some blame too but nascar didn't it wasn't clear. I mean, there's a rule book in place. Yes, but we should have somebody there to interpret the rules right. um, a little bit, a little bit quicker. Than I almost had. feel like I maybe mean. we could have, we knew it was going to rain at this point. Um, maybe we would have been better off just not opening pit road and not having the situation to begin with. Just say, Hey, okay. okay we're going to pause for a second. We're going to run a few caution laps here. Just see what it's going to do before we open pit road. Um, Cause I think it was pretty clear. We weren't going back to green at that point. Um, but good on NASCAR again. You know, we, I talked about the, the, the track and the fact that it held up this year, but I mean, two rain delays during the race, they managed to, first of all, turn around the track pretty quick, um, yeah. which was impressive. And they kept pounding man and got this thing in, got the whole thing in, um, mm-hmm. without any issues really. I mean, Yep. We didn't, we didn't have to, I mean, the only issue I guess we had is mud on the grills at the, at the start. That was it. Yep. And uh, again, if Kevin Harvick would have and his crew would have watched the race the day before, um, they would have <laughs> known that they were going to deal with that. So, um, I don't know, but, uh, but yeah, the track held up. We didn't have any issues. We didn't have to go single file. We didn't, I mean, all in all, it was a success. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. It was compared to last year. Definitely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah, last year last year was as successful I think as you were going to get with what the cards were that were dealt. Um, it didn't help that we ran it during the day because apparently NASCAR had never seen a dirt race before. Um, <laughs> but now they figured it out, and like I said, I think I think this thing's here to stay. Unfortunately, fortunately, um, not to mention not not just the fact that it's successful in the Cup Series and the Truck Series, but the fact that there's. 30 other series that race here over the two months that the track has dirt on it. Um, we're, we're going to keep doing this. So there's, they're definitely making money, not losing money on it. Otherwise they wouldn't be putting dirt down. Right. Right. Yeah. I, uh, I agree. We are, uh, for better or worse, we are married. (laughs) We are married to this dirt. Um, Eric, we we should talk about one more thing before we leave the cup race behind. Yeah. I'm going to ask it in the form of a question. Okay the hell was cody Ware doing <laughs> i with, with chase elliott what was that all about i i guess i missed it did i miss that did you miss this oh man okay so uh under 
under caution, Cody Ware took exception to how Chase Elliott was. Oh racing yeah, I, I caught the tail end of it, but I I must have walked out of the yeah. room or something when it happened. Yep. So he's roughing up Chase Elliott under caution, and then Chase Elliott was uh, with with the greatest dig of all time. Goes, who the h is that guy? <laughs> Uh, and I was like, okay, that's, that's good. That's good. Because Chase was really upset um, with how Cody and Cody was upset with Chase about the caution. Cause they got involved with each other. Um, I don't think Chase did anything wrong, honestly, but whatever. Uh, and then, yeah, Cody. What, not only does I mean, Cody wear it. Know your, know your place, man. Not That's only all. does he have no business to be roughing up Chase Elliott, but he barely has any business being on the track to begin with. So oh my gosh, <laughs> I wouldn't even pick him yeah. as my jackass because it's just inevitable that he is the jackass. I mean, he's just, I don't, I don't know. He just doesn't <laughs> understand his place. Um, I don't know, man. That's what he's... used to bother me about Corey LaJoy is I felt like Corey LaJoy was like that too. Uh, Corey, yeah, Corey LaJoy but... has really come around to me this uh, last couple years. I've... Yeah. He's, he can drive, man. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, in, in Ross Chastain did a little bit of this too, except that Ross Chastain had the talent to back it up. Um, oh, yeah. but I think he got there too quick thinking he fit in with everybody and you need to yeah. earn it. So, but Cody hasn't earned it yet. Not in this series. Maybe, maybe an yep. Indy car where he finished well in one race, but not here. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I, I just, it just makes me laugh. Like that's, I don't know. That's not your, uh, that is not your, uh, I guess area code <laughs> to be messing with Chase Elliott. Right. I don't know. I, I wanted to ask you about that before we moved on. Uh, Austin Sendrick, highest finishing rookie in this one with a 16th place finish. Nice. Uh, Saturday night, we ran the truck series on the dirt at Bristol. Um, again, I think overall good race. Uh, ben Rhodes gets the win with a late pass. I already hit on it earlier. Got finally got a restart on the outside. Uh, gets, dominated gets the win. Yeah. Dominated this thing. Um, him and Carson Hosova are the only two drivers. Yeah. Lots. I was going to say, yeah, we should mention, uh, our, our boy, um, yeah. Michigan, Michigan's own Carson Hosova, man, he's getting close just like Tyler yeah. Reddick. I guess there's some symmetry there. Yeah. Actually, uh, you know what? Going back to the, the cup race real quick before we completely leave it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah um, yeah. what'd you think of the exchange between Tyler Reddick and Chase Briscoe at the end? Oh, yeah, I mean that was classy. I I, I really like. Actually, I liked it. You know, normally I think you'd want to see the fight. Yeah. Um, but Tyler Reddick, I mean, kudos to him for for taking it in stride, and um, and Chase and Chase Briscoe. I think maybe there's a mutual respect there. Yeah. That we saw because you know Chase was able to walk right in and and apologize. I'm I'm really glad they got that on TV. I thought that was really cool. It was cool. Sometimes, they stuck the mic right the, in there. Yeah, and sometimes the fight, you know, the fight's definitely a great payoff, but sometimes you get to see a cool, like, genuine moment like that. I actually thought that was really cool. You know what that felt like to me was that was the Cup Series versus what we saw the week before in the Xfinity Series. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> just more yeah. mature drivers. And, I mean, both of them are young. They're both pretty yeah, fresh into think, the Cup Series. but And I think they're just guys. Everybody respects their talent. Um, you know, they've come up. Both of those guys have come up n- not – the silver spoon way, I guess. Right. Uh, those guys had to really work for it. And uh, I just think there's a mutual respect there. You know, Chase, Chase said it. I screwed up, man. Sorry about that. How I, many, how many times is Chase Briscoe allowed to screw up and take somebody out though and come up and apologize <laughs> yeah. and everybody appraises him for it before it gets old. Yeah. Cause he's well, done it twice gonna, in two years now. It's, it's going to get old very soon. <laughs> no, yeah. Don't just don't, if you were to take out somebody like a Kyle Bush or, um, uh, yeah, Denny Hamlin again. You yeah. Know, then I think we're having a different conversation for sure. I think if that was Austin Dillon versus, uh, versus Tyler Reddick, yeah. I think, I think, uh, pop pop would have been down there with his watch. Yeah. You had a good one. <laughs> pop pop was going to take off his watch, man. Well, they show the video and it looked like he dropped his hand. It really looked like he was taking the watch off, man. He was going to be ready. <laughs> um, yeah. Back to the truck race. Disappointing for Carson Hosevar. Um, like you said, he's got one coming. He, he's definitely gonna gonna get one. He's actually yeah. been pretty quiet this year. Um, yeah, it was nice to see him run well in this one for sure. Yeah, yeah, he's um, also extremely tall. Yes, <laughs> like, I, I didn't realize. Oh, that. dude, I stood next to him last year at Dixie. He's a he's a tall kid. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty funny. I just I that was the note <laughs> something I noticed when I was watching. Um, another strong performance for Parker Kligerman. I was really rooting for him, but he just didn't quite have enough there. Uh, finished yeah. fourth. Um, 
I was impressed with Joey and, and Chase. You know, yeah. Joey had the pole. Um, and then Chase, they, you know, they came in and, and parachuted in for some top 10 finishes. That was kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, we don't, we don't see those guys run trucks very often. So, um, that was neat. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think anybody else worth really mentioning. Everybody here. finished the yeah. truck race. It was a pretty what clean the, race. I know for the truck series, which we make fun of for being a wreck fest. Yeah. These guys got through without any, uh, any major issues. Well, we did have the two trucks get stuck together. That's right. That way, yeah, Magic Benedetto. Yep. Yeah, and Austin Wayne self. Um, <laughs> yeah, which was the weirdest the thing. <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen I haven't seen it like that before. Yeah. Um, I've seen trucks get stuck together, cars get stuck together before, but not quite like that one. I thought I'm like Austin Wayne, man. He's going at him. He was gonna wreck him, and yeah, it wasn't his fault. <laughs> I know. There was nothing you could do. Um, yeah, that was Magic Benedetto's whole career wrapped up into a lap right there. No kidding. Uh, Stuart Friesen finishes 11th, um, notable as a dirt track guy. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Probably not else, much else to talk about. Like you said, it's kind of a dominating performance. Uh, still a good race overall. I think, you know, Fox did an okay job of showing some of the racing middle in the middle of the pack. Um, that's where the action was in this one. And, and this was, I think the sign on the weekend that, Hey, this could be, might be pretty good when they're running three and four wide in the turns and. And the track yeah. really did widen out in this one. We were they were up against the wall. They were right down in the bottom. Um, I think I think this set a lot of expectations for Saturday, which, you know, I think teams were ready for what the track was going to become, and it just didn't yep. get there. So, yeah. And the truck series, I mean, is a is the dirt track type of series now. Yeah. We've they've got enough experience with this. That I'm those, at this those point. Those teams know how to work these trucks. I don't want them to run a ton of them, but I kind of feel like even like the mix we run of road courses in the Cup Series, I wouldn't mind seeing a, another dirt race or two in the Truck Series. Just it's really fitting for the trucks, you know. And now yeah, that we don't just have the one, back for sure. Yeah. Now that yeah. We, now that we don't don't just have the one. When we had the one, it was special. Now it's just part of the schedule. I think a couple more mm-hmm. would be pretty cool. So. Yep. Yeah, and we should I should mention too, um Time Majeski was having a really good race. Yeah. Had some had some issues late, um, uh, but finished second in both stages. Like he was a threat for the most part, um, until some of that stuff kind of uh derailed his his day. He had an accident, um, got caught up in somebody else's mess uh really late in the race with only a handful of laps to go and that that ruined his day, but still a great run regardless. Got those points in the bank and and got the heck out of there. That is that is sure. worth noting that just because everybody finished doesn't mean that there weren't wrecks because we did have eight cautions. Yeah, there was a few. Yeah, there was a few. Yep. So yeah, the uh, the average green flag run was uh, just under twelve laps. <laughs> so lots of lots of cautions. Yeah, we, we we had everybody finish, but it was it was not clean for per se. Right. Uh, let's see. Ben Rhodes uh, won his sixth victory in one hundred forty seven. NASCAR Camping World Truck Series starts. Uh, Dean Thompson was the highest finishing rookie in this one. Yeah, the the uh, the defending champ. He's our points leader. Yep. He's already led more laps this year than he did last year, so that he's on the uh, he's on a pace to. We've had six races. He's got five top fives and a win. There you go. It's a good pick for any race this week this year. That's for sure. Worked out yeah. for me. <laughs> yeah, it did. Max points helps you. Yep, you helped you out. Yeah, it was a big day. Yeah. Sixty points is digging is out of a hole. Yeah. Uh, speaking of another track with dirt, James, we uh, got a big announcement at Bristol this weekend. Uh, we certainly did. North Wilkesboro coming back. A uh, couple of races this year. Um, some on pavement, some on dirt. Um, pretty cool deal. The the North Wilkesboro Re- North Wilkesboro revival is happening. Um, we saw the track revival. We saw the renders a few, uh, several weeks ago, um, what they're planning on doing. They say a lot of that construction hopefully will start this year, but, uh, like I said, going to race some grassroots racing on the, uh, on the current surface and then dig it up, race on the dirt and then repave it for next year. Um, and then, uh, Marcus Smith credited Dale jr. As one of the, uh, leading reasons that this is happening, um, with the whole, the whole, the whole racing deal, which, um, you know, we, we concentrate on that quite a bit when that happened. Um, it's pretty yep. cool. Cool to see this track coming back. People are getting what they wanted now. Now, James, let's support it, you know, get out there and mm-hmm. watch a race there. Um, to show yep. them what they're doing is what we want them to do. Yes, absolutely. Um, yeah, this was a, I, you know, I, I didn't think we'd ever see it, honestly. Me or, neither, and, man. Uh, yeah. I thought um, it was gone. But- 
Yeah, but yeah, we're gonna get some grassroots racing, and and we will see the truck series on this. Oh yeah, at some point. Uh, I know they say the Cup Series and Xfinity Series can't have races here, but they take that with a grain of salt. I think they're they are exploring what this could be. Yep. Um. So yeah, I, I definitely think we'll see Truck Series out here sooner rather than later. But yeah, this is a great way to start. I, that dirt race is gonna be kind of cool, and then they're gonna put some payment down on that bad boy. So uh, we'll uh. We're going to get the full show here fairly soon. So it's like XR events is promoting this. They promote races, a bunch of the SMI tracks. Um, August racing will take place with multiple series on asphalt while October racing will take place on dirt before the repave in 2023. If you want tickets, North Wilkesboro is the place to go. Um, and more information will be announced there as they have it. So pretty cool. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I, like it. I said, I think I think we see the cup the cup. I think we see the truck series here eventually. Um, yeah, probably twenty twenty four. Yeah, if I was guessing twenty twenty five, somewhere around there. Um, the nice thing with the truck series is you know just same same thing with the drivers. Um, I think they can slip into a track quicker than it takes the cup yeah. series to get in somewhere. So who knows? Maybe next year even, possibly. Yeah, maybe. I I think they're, they're not have, doing this. They're yeah, gonna have too, they're not have too much this. work to do to do it next year probably, but. Yeah. They're not doing this not to have these events televised either. Like they right. want, they're gonna, they're gonna try to get a TV partner involved as well. So yeah, it, it's hard to imagine they wouldn't have, you know, big league racing here very soon. Yep. Um, America's crew chief's coming back, James. Yeah, he is. Yeah. <laughs> Larry Mack will be crew chief in this weekend at Talladega. Jeffrey Earnhardt. I talk about this like I knew anything about it. Uh, James put it in the notes. He's the one who brought it to my attention. So I'll give James the credit on this. Go ahead, James. What do you got? Anything uh, else to add? Uh, he's, he's crew chief for Jeffrey. We talked about that last week. And uh, it's his first uh, time on the box in 22 years since he crew chiefed for um, Mike Skinner back in the day. So it's been a minute since since Larry Max been on the been on the box. Pretty cool. That's awesome. Yep. I, I'm, I mean, I'm not sure how good he's going to do, but. I mean, heck, they got a good car. RCR car at Talladega. Let's go. Yeah. Um, it's cool to see him back at the track this weekend uh, for, for Bristol. How do you think DW did in the booth, James? Ah, it was good to have him back. <laughs> One time, I'm good with it. I know he was catching a lot of crap. I don't care. I thought he did all right. The problem that I have is that if you're going to have a guest analyst at a dirt track, you probably should have a dirt guy. Um, yeah. I like that Boyer gave him a hard time a couple times, which is good. Um, the vortex theory was definitely talked about quite yeah a bit. yeah yep but i thought he did well i didn't i i think for being out of the loop for a bit i think he he fit in pretty good um yep. i gotta admit i didn't mind the boogity 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 to start the race yeah man it's fun it's nostalgia for eric it's nostalgia for he him. didn't come in and clown, he didn't come in and clown it up which was good I mean, that, that was the problem with DW at the end is I felt like, and I don't think it was DW's fault. I think Fox was turning him into a cartoon character. And yeah, uh, now they turn everybody into a cartoon character with their caricatures. They run when they're going to be announced to be on the broadcast the next week, Dale jr. Yep. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I, so I, it was nice to see him again. Um, very cool, but I, it would have been nice to have a dirt analyst in there, but I guess the next best is to put somebody in there that knows a ton about Bristol. To talk about a racetrack yep. that he knows nothing about. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> so, hey, man, DW was just winging it at the end anyway, so yeah. <laughs> he's good. It was good. It was good. I, I can't yeah. complain. I, lo- I love having him. I don't care. I don't care if it's a little cartoonish. You know, he, he had wore out his welcome at the end. Um, but, again, this is a one-off thing. So what? Let's have DW in the booth. I'm good with it. And we go to Talladega this weekend, and I am looking forward to seeing Clint Boyer with Dale Jr. in the booth. I think it's going to be fun. Yeah. So I can't believe, how did this happen? I don't know. I can't believe this happen. Um, Obviously NBC doesn't have the reins too tight on Dale jr. To let this go. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's going to only be good for them, right? I mean, Mm -hmm. he's going to, he's going to lead into, I mean, I know that we've got what six races or something left to go before we switch to NBC. Um, But this gives, I mean, this doesn't hurt NBC by having him over here. Yeah. And and Fox says in the press release that, that they are thankful that NBC let Dale come spend some time with them. Like that's exactly what they say. Like, and I think NBC understands like what they have in Dale jr. And and he's more than NBC. He's an ambassador for the sport. Right. He's, you know, he's in the NASCAR hall of fame um, now for, well, he will be uh, in, well, he, yeah, he's in trying. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, yeah, I know we already had that, right. Right. Uh, (laughs) 
<laughs> the Hall of Fame moves fast sometimes. It took us an but extra year, so I mean, I, I know the dang <laughs> pandemic. I know it gapped me uh, for a minute. That's right. Uh, but yeah, so we have he, he, you know, he's the one of the great drivers in the history of Talladega. He's a Hall of Famer. He's coming in as an ambassador. He's not. He's not coming in under NBC's banner. It doesn't matter. Right. I, I love that they did this. And I'm thankful that um, you know NBC is going to allow it and and give him some some freedom. That's pretty cool. Well, I think what this shows too, James, is that Fox and NBC. I mean, we've we've heard mike joy and ricky allen and stuff say things off the you know in interviews and stuff like that that they don't they're not competing with each other they're you know they're they're they split the season they don't compete they're the fox leads into nbc and nbc gets it ready for the next year and blah 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 and we all yep. just kind of go yeah 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 we know what the truth is and it's no different yep. than the whole jimmy fallon jimmy kimmel late night thing that we all sit here and go yeah, they all they used to hate each other when it was Letterman and Leno. We know they still hate each other. And then for April Fools this year, they go and switch roles and go yep. on each other's networks. Um, I think it just goes to show that yeah, there's not really a rivalry there between the two. Yeah, hell, you want to be the better of the two, but yeah, you don't have to be dicks about it. And I, I yeah, and if, who better to put in the booth at Talladega than Dale Jr. Well, and if you're NBC, you're getting the advertising of Dale Jr. being there too, because I'm yep. sure Dale Jr. will will you know throw it out there that he works for NBC and will. You know, we're going to have coverage in a couple of weeks, blah, blah, blah. So um, people tune in to watch Talladega. They tune in to watch Dale Jr. This is going to be a win-win for all involved. I think it's it's a great idea. I love that. We've got some synergy there. It's, it's it's just great. Fox did a really good job of focusing on what he did in the Xfinity race at Martinsville last weekend, too. I thought they, you know, they, yeah. really, they really gave him the coverage that I think that he deserved. So, and they, they not that they've not done in the past, but it seemed like they really went over – and above this year, which maybe was because of this. Um, yeah. Maybe that's what led to this. Who knows? Um, but maybe, yeah, you know, so very cool. But yeah, Talladega this weekend, James uh, NASCAR Xfinity series, NASCAR cup series, both in action at Dega. Um, one of my favorite weekends of the year. Anytime we go to a yes, super sir. speedway, it feels like we just did this. Oh yeah, we did Atlanta. Um, exactly. Yeah. But, but now we get the real deal. And uh, so coming off of picks, uh, James is still ahead. Um, I did not prepare by pulling these up, but let me do that. No, you're right. right. You, you, you cut me in half, man. You gained, <laughs> uh, you gained 44 on me. You're still down 50. Um, but you, I, I texted you earlier that you joined the 100 point club for the year and you only needed two races to do it. That was nice. You had, you had Ben Rhodes and Kyle Larson and, uh, you, you scored 108 points. I had Daniel Suarez and Matt Crafton and a good day for me, but only 64 points. So you basically beat me with Ben Rhodes. And got uh, got Kyle Larson for icing on the on the top. So, good day, a really good day. So a couple options here with this race, um, which we explored in Daytona. You can either pick who you think is going to run well here, or you can pick some random person because somebody random always seems to win these races. Mm -hmm. I will note that there have been a lot of Cup Series winners in this race. Um, if you look at the last ten races here, I think there's Brandon Brown and. I forget yeah. who the other one is. There's like two winners in the Xfinity series that are Xfinity series drivers. Um, mm -hmm. But on that note, I'm going to go with a guy who runs strong on super speedways, even though he doesn't have a win here in the last 10, uh, maybe ever. I didn't go all the way and I'm going to go with Noah Gregson as my pick for this one, James. Ah, yes. I think he'll, he will do nicely. He hopefully will bring me some points. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, Xfinity series is the egg pro 300. Yes, there you go. Good work. Um, I will. Man, <laughs> threw me for a loop. Hold on, I gotta look at the entry list. Yeah, this might change. Trevor might Bain change is something. not in this race. Already oh, <laughs> dang it! All right, <laughs> already looked because I was gonna go that direction too. But uh, that's fine. It's Drew, Drew Dollar in the eighteen this weekend. <laughs> oh man! All right. Well, if that's the case, um, give me. <laughs> Give me, uh, actually, this might be a little bit of a su surprise, but give me AJ Allmendinger. That's not a surprise to me. I think he's a good pick. Well, colleague seems to have a nice little center, like, like has a nice little system for these uh, these super speedways. So I'll take uh, I'll take the the head of the fleet there to have a good day. So give me AJ. Yeah, I went I went colleague for Daytona. So um, yeah. that's that's not a bad choice. AJ's a good choice. Um, yep. I feel like he might yeah, be flip flopped. He, he, I think. Oh no! Oh no! Actually, I had Sheldon Creed at Daytona. Never mind. I lied. 
Sheldon Creed. You gave me the opportunity, man. I had to hit it. I know. There he is. Yep. <laughs> um, had to be done. AJ's a good pick. AJ probably will be the pusher, um, but he's still going to get you points because he'll be in second at least. Yep. So. Uh, Geico 500 on Sunday, the NASCAR cup series, uh, James, I'm going with the low hanging fruit on this one. I'm going with the, one of the restrictor plate, uh, aces in Ryan Blaney as my pick here. <laughs> well, if you took Ryan Blaney, my, uh, I was going to counter with Joey Logano. That's a good um, one. Not Ryan, Ryan's my, Ryan's my pick, but I'll take Joey. Not going with the true ace and Brad Keselowski. Uh, not yet. Um, <laughs> hasn't shown you enough, although, right? Well, he was really good at Daytona. And he ran well he at really, Bristol this weekend too, actually. Yeah, he had a yeah, almost a top ten this week. Yeah. Um, yeah, he was really good in Daytona, but yeah, I wanted uh, I wanted Blaney, but I'll take Jolo <laughs> to uh, to. I mean, they'll, they'll stick together, I guess. Yeah, you know. So, I mean, Joy, so have that Joy will get you points until he inevitably blocks somebody in wrecks. So until he flips over, yep, yep, <laughs> yep. Uh, fantasy league, James. How did the fantasy league go this weekend? Oh man, Chase Briscoe killed me. And Austin seventh Dillon, place, actually. man. You want me to tell yeah. you what it feels like up here at the top? Uh, no, I'm. I've been up there <laughs> enough. Um, no, I can break, man. It doesn't happen very often. <laughs> it hurts. I figured you just forgot to set your lineup. Honestly, no. I actually picked. I picked every dirt guy I could dream of this weekend, and it worked out. Uh, of course, yeah. it worked out better for Baron Speedway, who who beat me and got the win. Yeah, um, tied with actually, we had a tie. Yeah, tied. Baron and, and tandem draft Tonus. Yeah, technically you finished second if you think of it that way. Yeah, that's you true. Only lost by a couple points. Well, Baron and I have been um, hanging around in the back the last couple weeks. So, yep. So you guys broke through this week. Uh, and then overall standings: Faster the grass stays in the lead. Green Eggs and Hamlin second. Justin seven one three third. I'm still there. I'm not far off. I'm in fourth, <laughs> but I'm almost hundred points out of the lead. So I got some work to do here. I need uh, I need a big big weekend at Talladega to. to uh, Get me back into it. Eric, you are in eighth. eighth. So you moved up a little bit. Yeah. I think both Baron and I moved up this week. So it's good. I'm getting, I'm getting, I'm getting worried about Ranger. Yeah. I'm waiting for him, man. He'll be coming. He'll come. He'll, be coming. He'll get here. He'll come. He'll be there. Um, shout outs. James, you got any shout outs this week? Oh man. Well, I don't wh- know. while you think about it, I will shout out uh, Clint Boyer this weekend is going to be driving Davey Allison's car. Uh, during yes, pre-race at Talladega, so that's pretty cool. Yep. Um, yep. Good. Good on them for getting that done. Clint's pretty excited about it, so um, very Ooh, cool. I do have a shout out. I do right. have a shout out. There you go. Um, I really liked the uh, setup outside of the racetrack with uh, McMurray and and them boys. Um, okay. Yeah. During the during the broadcast, I thought that was really cool. It looked good. That's cool. I was into wait, it. Wait a minute. We just did you just praise Fox? I did. Wow. Yep. I, it was nice having people at the track. You had Mc, yeah. Roy Mac there. People were at the track for once. Yeah, let's do that some more. Nice of them. Yep. Nice of them to do it on Easter weekend. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> Make all, yeah, if, I know. if one guy is going to have their Easter ruin, we might as well run it for everybody. Might as well ruin it for everybody. Yep, that's right. That's uh, right. Now that I, I will, I will reiterate. Let's as nice as it was on Easter Sunday to come home and watch NASCAR race. Um, let's just not do this. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> let's, let's just leave this weekend free, guys. I mean, I know you're not going to. I know that now there will be a race every Easter weekend. Um, yep. But anyway, I know. Leave my Easter alone, please. I just that's where I'm at. Yeah. What do you think of the bunnies on the wall at Bristol? Oh my god, <laughs> they were peeling off at one point. That well, they don't have a whole. Uh... They don't paint anything on the walls anymore. They're all decals, just like the cars. Yeah. Haven't we learned not to do that at this point? I don't it's... know coming off the walls i don't know yeah anyway especially at a dirt track where you're riding the wall um but again we've proved that they don't know what a dirt track is uh let's see jackass corner james you got a jackass this week i feel like i should nominate myself um (laughs) i don't know i I was pretty loud on twitter and uh when um when fox said fox fox uh, nascar and fox tweeted get back to your tv they're going racing i tweeted no (laughs) Like I, I replied, <laughs> I replied to them. Nope. <laughs> I'll see you at Talladega. Uh, and then I couldn't help myself. I had to watch the last 10 laps on my phone. So damn funny. it. <laughs> yeah. I, I was getting some crap because all the tweeting I did, but it's very rare for me to watch a race live. Um, so when I do, I tweet. <laughs> so yeah. I tweeted yeah. a little bit and some of it was directed at NASCAR this weekend because of one particular moment, but Unfortunately, um, yeah. we get we restarted and didn't have to have to worry about it. 
Um, I'm not a believer in deleting tweets either. So no, it's me there. It's... On my on my Twitter on my Twitter account, it says, "Nope, see you at Dega," and <laughs> I definitely didn't follow that because one hour later, I tweeted about Kyle Busch. Working, so, um, my jackass is Kevin Harvick for whining about track prep. Um, that's the dirt. The guy, the guy who doesn't know dirt. Complain about how they prepped a dirt track because he didn't watch the race the day before and figure <laughs> out that he should put a different. Uh, screen on the grill. Um, oh sorry, Kevin. And you just sound like a baby. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, I do have another quick shout out, by the way. Yeah. Um, Matt, Matt Kenseth com- completed the Boston Marathon in just over three hours. Hey, that's pretty that cool. That's pretty cool. That's cool. Yeah. How's that compare with Jimmy's time? Uh, it was a little bit better than Jimmy. Really? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. I remember Jimmy was trying to beat three hours and just missed it too, but it was, it's very, very close. But yeah, Matt was really good in the age 50 and up division, <laughs> which. And then I was like, Matt Kenseth's in the 50 and up division. That's not good. Uh, um, right. I'm not, I'm not ready for that. That's depressing actually. Uh, really depressing. Man. Crazy. God, that is nuts. It's, it's just as crazy as watching these guys that you remember when they started and now they're retiring. Yep. I know. <laughs> it's insane. I know it's crazy. <sighs> All right, James. Well, if anybody wants to uh, retweet your, uh, your no tweet, where can they do that? <laughs> <laughs> at James Cush on Twitter. Uh, you can find me at T Super Speedway on Twitter. You can find the podcast on Facebook at facebook.com slash the super speedway. Our website is the super speedway.com. You can find all that old episodes of the podcast, show notes, links to articles we discuss, all that stuff, past race coverage, uh, whatever you want. You can check it out there. You can find the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and Facebook. Wherever you found us today, we hope you subscribe and continue to listen. We head to Alabama, Talladega the 2.66 mile monster this weekend. Uh, We'll be back next week to break it all down. It's restrictor plate racing, but not because we don't run restrictor plates anymore, but it's the same thing. So anyway, we'll be back next week to break it all down. Talk about who got upside down, all that fun stuff until then everybody let's go racing.